you know, my work would be absolutely great if it wasn't for the clients. Now, I'm sure that you have said that at one point or another in your business, and I know that I have said it many, many times over the years, but the truth is customer service is a vital part of our businesses and key to our growth and scalability. Now, I'm talking today with Dr. Kelly Hengry, who has made customer service and teaching others how to use customer service systems in their business to really increase the growth and sales and overall success of their business. Now you're going to absolutely love this episode as much as I did doing the interview. And the fun part is that Dr. Henry is actually not a creative per se. He comes from the chiropractic industry. So I love learning from people in other industries. And I think you are going to enjoy a lot of the insights that he's bringing in this episode. So let's dive in. Welcome to the Well-Paid Creative Podcast, where we discover how to run a profitable and satisfying creative business. I'm your host, Gabrielle Chipier, and I'm going to share with you what I've learned in my 17 years as a creative pro, building my own business from barely scraping by to thriving. From attracting quality clients to charging what you're worth and creating amazing work you love without the risk of burnout and overwhelm. But I don't know it all, so in this podcast, we're going to learn a lot together as I interview experts and reflect on my own experiences, both the good and the bad. Before we dive into the show, if you want access to free resources, trainings, and a community of creative pros just like you, hop on over to wellpaidcreative.com where you can find all this and more. All right, let's dive in. Hey guys, welcome back. Uh, I am here today with my good friend, Dr. Kelly Henry, and I'm super excited to talk to him today. Uh, Dr. Kelly, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you, Gabrielle. I really appreciate the opportunity. Thank you for, for having me. Wonderful. All right. So tell us a little bit more about yourself and how you got to be where you are today. Absolutely. Well, I am actually a formally trained chiropractor. I uh, practiced in New Mexico for 20 years and was able to build up a couple of very successful clinics. And I did that mainly on the foundation of providing superior customer service, exceptional customer service. And in uh, 2017, I felt like I was led to uh, basically retire from chiropractic and sell out my practices and my clinics. Um, I'd seen the impact that uh, customer service had in my clinics and helped me to succeed. I've been coached for many, many years um, and saw the impact of coaching on my life and my business. So when I retired, um, I just meshed those two together, the wanting to coach and coaching customer service. And that's what I do today. I help small businesses improve their customer service to maximize their their growth, growth and profits. Oh, wonderful. That's so interesting. And, you know, when we first uh, connected, I, my first thought was a chiropractor. Like that is a completely different industry than uh, generally people of my audience are. But you know what? I truly believe that we can learn some great lessons from other industries and we can kind of roll them into our own, no matter how different they may seem at first. So exactly. There's there's a lot of similarities, you know, regardless of what industry you're in. That's, you know, a lot of business foundation principles are all the same. So exactly. I think it, uh, I think it helps to see other angles, but uh, similarities are, are quite strong. Perfect. Okay. So what do you feel 
is kind of the key principles to customer service? Like what kind of makes up that? Because it's kind of a broad term and someone says customer it, service and you're like, okay, well, what does that really mean? So what would you say is, is the key components of that? Well, one thing I just want to define here, when, I, when I'm talking of customer service, I'm not talking about a, you know, a department, you know, the customer service department. I'm talking about a foundation principle and philosophy and, and culture in a business. So a lot of businesses call it the, the customer experience. And, you know, I have no problem with that, but I just, I like to leave service in the, in the term customer service, because ultimately that is what it's about. It's serving the customer. And so I guess my easy definition of customer service is a relentless focus on the customer each and every time they are doing business with you in whatever form or fashion that is, but a relentless focus on them and making that customer feel their best while they are interacting with you. So that's my definition. That's, that's how I would, how I go about looking at customer service. Perfect. Okay. So how does that kind of shake out into the day-to-day -day workings of, because like you mentioned, some people think of it as a customer service department, but a right. lot of people sitting here listening to this aren't, don't really have any departments, so to speak. They are all of the departments in their business. They are the department, exactly. <laughs> yeah. so. so how does that kind of play out in the in the day-to-day -day workings of their business? Well, it, it again, it just goes to the philosophy of being being there for the customer, whatever form or fashion that is, you know, in all the little details and the all the little communication points, it's it's keeping that mindset that you're there to serve the customer first. That you're there for your customer, the customer's not there for you, and keeping that in mind. And some days it's difficult, more difficult than others. I, I know that. I had those days. I had those challenges, and and uh, it, it can be difficult. One of the things that I teach my clients, and and this is the service mission statement I had in my clinics, and this is what I, I highly recommend all my clients recommend, is to have the the mission statement and really just the mindset that I want to be the best part of my customer's day each and every day, just to have that mindset. However, however you can do that, whatever you can do to be the best part of their day, that's what you should strive to do. And to me, that just encompasses all that uh, is good about customer service or what customer service should be and really will help you, you know, do the right actions that would promote better customer service. Okay, wonderful. So what would you say that has is some common misunderstandings that people have when they go into, you know, they have this idea, they understand that, you know, serving their customers and having this great experience with their business is super important. They want to pe have people coming back again and again and again, and they, they, they're behind the, the top of uh, the concept and the, the understanding, you know, they're, they're full in. What would you say is some common misunderstandings that they might have when trying to apply this in their business? Well, what is a little off of what you were just saying is a lot of businesses already feel like they provide great customer service. Um, and statistics, statistics show otherwise for the vast majority of businesses. Now, most businesses do have a couple of pieces of good customer service protocols. But, but the problem is they're not seeing where they they're probably missing the boat and where they have holes and gaps in their customer service that consequently causes them to lose customers. And obviously when we're doing that, we're, we're losing profits. 
in revenues. We have to be very careful about that. So just understanding and, and really having a, you know, looking at your business objectively, objectively and your customer service objectively and seeing, is it really as good as I might think it is? Because um, it's it's probably not. So that's kind of a myth and a delusion that I, I deal with all the time working with uh, working with clients and talking to talking to leads and those that I'm I'm uh, communicating with. So that that's a key factor. Another factor is, you know, business owners, business leaders, solopreneurs, entrepreneurs, they, they try to make customer service too hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's not. It's really not that difficult. Um, the way I did it in my office, my offices when I was in the chiropractic world, what I communicate now through my book, through my programs, my one-on-one coaching is this isn't difficult. There, there's simple actions, ideas, and principles that you just have to put into play and do them consistently. And you're going to reap some, some tremendous results of it. But don't think of this as a difficult undertaking that it's going to take months and years and, and you'll just never get it. It's really not that difficult. Um, again, it's just simple ideas, concepts, uh, principles. If you'll do them consistently, consistently, and that's the key, doing things consistently, Again, that's where the results really come from. Wonderful. Yeah, consistency is a big thing. Now, you mentioned something about customer service protocols. Now, what's, yes. all, that, what's all that about? <laughs> well, it, the, you can use protocols. You can use actions. Um, there's, just, there's just simple things that most every business owner has heard of and has probably seen or done at one time. It's just, again understanding them, implementing them, and then doing them consistently. And that's the key. Okay, now, so when I, when I'm actually- an example of a protocol? Um, simple actions. One, one is booking an experience for a, for a customer. So that's, again, I use the term protocol a little, a little loosely here. So, <laughs> uh, but I call it booking the experience. So we, we're all, we all know, we've all heard that you want to make a great first impression. And that's mm-hmm. important. We do want to do that. We want to be excited. We want to wel- be welcoming. We want to be friendly on the front end of things. But where businesses fall off is they don't make a great lasting or last impression. Mm. It a lot of times falls short and just flat. You know, the transaction's made and then nothing's really said. So what I coach and I teach is have a great first impression, but let's also make a lasting last impression. Let's make an excited Farewell. Let's you know thank the the customer. Let's appreciate them for doing business with them with you, um, and make them feel valued as they're leaving and and finishing that transaction, that interaction with you, because that really is the the impression. The last impression is the one they're going to remember the longest. Mm-hmm. So it's great to have that first impression, but if you miss the last impression, it falls short and it and it can leave things on a on a sour note, so to speak. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So, I mean, so often we focus on client onboarding, but that offboarding piece is almost just as important. It really is. So you just have to be good on that, that into things too. Um, in my, in my clinics, when I was in the chiropractic realm, you know, I talked often about this with my, my uh, staff that, you know, yeah, we want to treat those new patients and and our current patients great and, and do all that. And there's patients that, you know, fulfill their care plans and they move on. Um, we want to leave everything on a fantastic note because when they injure themselves again or something happens or they need to refer to us, 
we want to have left things on a great note. So when they're coming back or when they're referring, they're referring back to us. So that's that's how vital that that last impression can be. All right, we're going to get right back to this episode because it is so good. But I just wanted to ask you a quick question. Do you feel like you're doing all of the things in your business, hustling like crazy, and yet nothing seems to be moving you towards your goals? If so, it could be because you're focusing on the wrong thing. And over the years, I totally felt that in my business as well. That's why I developed a set of questions that without fail would move me onto the right track every single time I use them. Now, I wanna share these questions with you. And what I've done is created this really simple and powerful quiz where you go, you answer these questions, and it gives you exactly what you should be focusing on right now in order to move the needle and see growth in your creative biz. It works like gangbusters. And not only will you get the result of what you should be focusing on, but you're also gonna get this really detailed report with some in-depth strategies that you can use right away to start seeing progress. Now, I want you to go check it out. It's called the Focus Finder Quiz. You can find it at wellpaidcreative.com forward slash focus. Go check it out today. I can't wait for you to get your hands on it. It's going to make a huge difference. That's wellpaidcreative.com forward slash focus. Okay, without further ado, let's head back to the interview. All right, so you... Now, a lot of this customer service stuff, it kind of comes down to communication. It does. So do you have any like tips or even just ideas, concepts that we can run with when it comes to both the initial conversations with our maybe people who aren't yet customers and ones who are existing customers? Absolutely. Being friendly. <laughs> and again, this is nothing earth shattering, but just being friendly. And when I talk about friendly, I'm talking about I, I like to call it overly friendly. So, you know, a lot of a lot of people think friendly is is, hey, how are you doing? You know, thanks for calling me. You know, let, what can I help you with? You know, they said the right things, but their actions, their body language, their tone of voice don't necessarily communicate what what they're really trying to portray. So, being over overly friendly meshes those two. So, it's going to be. Hey, thanks for calling. You know, what can I help you with? How can, you know, how can we be of benefit to you? Those type of things. And it seems corny, but it's not. It's so effective because it's telling that customer or that potential customer that, hey, you're excited. You're excited that you're, they're trying to do business with you and you are focused and dialed in to, to help them out any way you can. And that makes a huge impression on them. Um, so just, just ramping up the friendliness can go a long ways. Mm-hmm. Another thing that, again, is so simple that we all know, but is so oftentimes missed is using the phrases, please, thank you, and you're welcome. You know, I, I call it manners matter. You know, and I grew up at a time in an era that, and not that it's not happening now, but it just doesn't seem to be as prevalent. But, you know, it was, please, thank you. You're welcome all the time. You know, I'd get flicked in the ear from my parents if I you know, didn't say thank you or please, those type of things. So uh, as a reminder, um, but using those terms shows value. It shows respect to the other person. Um, and sometimes those get lost. Um, and I recommend you use please, thank you. You're welcome in all forms of communication. So yes, face-to-face, by all means, certainly on the phone, but also throwing them into your emails and texting 
you know, from for business purposes, is getting more and more prevalent. And especially using in a text message. Those text messages seem to be very informal. But if you'll just put a please, a, a thank you, a, you're welcome in it. Again, it just adds value. It's showing showing respect to those you're trying to communicate. But again, it's just something very simple and easy that you can do, but but ramps up that it's going to ramp up the perception of the customer or the potential customer of what kind of service you're going to give them. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And you know what? Nowadays, since we do most of our communication via email, a lot of the tone and the intention can get misread or misconstrued. So just putting that like extra level of friendliness and manners on top of it just makes it so that there is no miscommunication and someone can't read your email and be like, oh, no, they're mad at me. And, you know, totally exactly. not the case, right? It's just the way that they read it, right? So I love well, and what's funny, and I, I catch myself doing this too, if I'm communicating with, with somebody and, uh, you know, you're on on that email thread, so you're about 10 emails deep with them. You you tend, you know, it goes from hello and thank you. And then it you just more gets and more down to one. as you go down. You, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so be careful of not to do that. Yeah, you're, you know, you, you're having a dialogue with them. Yes, but... Try to keep those, you know, those pleasantries in, even if you are on a long thread of email, it does make a difference. So, and like I said, I got to point fingers at me because I, I have to catch myself doing that as well. Oh, and you know, and I find myself doing the opposite. I will go, I will be overly friendly when written in an email, just in case, because I don't want anything to be misconstrued. Absolutely. And that's what I would highly, highly recommend. Overly friendly in every form of, or every form of communication. You, you really can't go wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Love that. So you have a new book coming out soon, or is it? I do. Actually, it launched uh, on the uh, 11th of January. So it's been out a couple of weeks. It's entitled Define and Deliver Exceptional Customer Service. Um, And it's it's a simple read, about 150 pages long. And like I mentioned earlier, you know, my, my philosophy is just simple actions, simple ideas, simple protocols, simple uh, rules that a business owner can read and latch onto, can implement almost immediately and just make a huge perception change for their customers in their business and then start reaping the rewards of growth and profits because of it. Um, that's the purpose of the book. And that's uh, that's what I want people to grasp onto. This is not hard. Let's just grab these simple concepts. Again, do them consistently. And you can see, a, you'll, you'll be able to see a major difference in your in your business as you move forward. Wonderful. Yeah. Cause I mean, we tend to build up these things in our minds. We want everything to be perfect right off the bat. And that's not really realistic. And it is, it's just small. And I always kind of say baby steps to the elevator, right? You've got to just get there one step at a time and any forward momentum is better than none. But when we build up creating these big systems, oh, well, I have to have a client onboarding system and an offboarding (laughs) system. Well, that's going to take me hours and months to do, right? But if you just get started and just do small little bits and just go forward with it, then it tends to not be as big and scary as you thought it was. And you get it done a lot faster in the end. Absolutely. So many people get hung up on, like you said, that they just, they're overwhelmed by what they build up, uh, the enormity of things, um, and they won't take the action. You know, I, I've lived by the philosophy of ready, fire, aim. Just get moving, just get started, and then course correct from there. And I can add and implement and improve things as I move along. But um, that, you know, when we move forward, if you wait for everything to be perfect, it, it never is. You just have to keep moving forward, like you said, 
just take that action. Take those those little steps to the elevator. I love that. That's great. I have to remember that. But yeah. just keep taking those little steps to the elevator because ultimately that's what will get you where you're going. Yeah, exactly. Wonderful. Okay, so I asked this question of anybody who's on the podcast. Uh, okay. Is there a creative hobby or activity or something that you do in your free time that's just for you? <laughs> I am so uncreative. It's 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 a shame. I'm embarrassed to It's something that you do just for yourself. <laughs> I, I just really admire people that are creative and 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 have that nature to them. But I I just have not been the creative type. In fact, writing this book is is probably the extent of my creativity. But um, I, my, my hobby is golfing. I, I love to golf. I actually took about a 10 year hiatus as my kids were growing up and, and playing sports. And, and so I, I put that on hold for a while, but now my last one's a senior in high school and he's going to be heading to college next year, next fall. So I figured I better have some kind of hobby to occupy my mind and my time. And so I don't drive my wife nuts. So I, I took up, uh, took up golf again this last this past summer and, uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it. So that's been good. Oh, lovely. Well, I would love to be a golfer, but unfortunately it's like minus 31 here right now and we're under like two feet of snow. So <laughs> that does makes it a little more challenging. Yes. A little bit more challenging for me to take up that hobby. Well, wonderful. Thank you so much for being on the podcast, Dr. Kelly. I really enjoyed this conversation about customer service. We had some really great little nuggets on just how people can apply it into their business and everybody go check out Dr. Kelly on social media. Uh, we're going to link to his book down here in the show notes. So definitely go check that out. Uh, thanks so much. Thank you, Gabrielle. I really appreciate the opportunity. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of The Well-Paid Creative. All the discussions we have around these episodes mean a lot to me, and I love how much I learn from the creatives who listen in. Before we head out, if you want access to free resources, trainings, and a community of creative pros just like you, visit wellpaidcreative.com where you can find all this and more. Join me for the next episode as we continue discussing how you can grow and love a profitable creative business. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd love for you to leave a review or share it with someone you think would benefit. Thanks so much. See you soon.